What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Love Lady Podcast. Today is Friday, September 10th, 2021. And I'm Will Schmirer, and this is the Love Lady Podcast. And I think I already said that, so crushing it this episode. Today is, yeah, like I said, uh, September 10th, 2021. Tomorrow is the... 20th anniversary of 9-11. I can already see all of social media going crazy, even though we all know it is upon us. Uh, I'm sure we all remember where we were that day for those of us that were alive, for those of us that were not. I'm sure you've heard the stories, seen documentaries, watched some footage. It's interesting. Um, you know, I, I do definitely still remember it like it was yesterday. It was three weeks into my freshman year of college. So it's really weird for me to now have a daughter who is three or four weeks in as well to her freshman year of college. But I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, you know, I think it is important. It is obviously the 20th anniversary. I'm sure people will talk about it till no, to no end. I think I probably have touched on my particular story. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, I was down in Miami. You know, it all worked out for my family. I had family living in New York at that time. Family that was affected, uh, both directly or at least with work, and some of my family, extended family, their house, their apartments in the city. Um, you know, my father had at that time was working across the river in Jersey City. He saw the whole shit go down. I mean, I remember I woke up late for class and I saw the footage of the first plane and I remember watching the next plane. Yeah, I just remember it very vividly. Uh, still 20 years to this day. So, you know, we'll see what happens with what I don't know what if there's any kind of special things going on. I'm sure there are. There always is. It's uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I know we always say never forget, but uh, yeah, that one's in green. Pretty heavily in my mind. So tomorrow is September 11th and, you know, um, hopefully it's not too tough of a day for anybody in particular. I think it's good to recognize it, but um, yeah, so I don't want to take up this whole episode with that. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting week as usual. Uh, today is Friday. I did not get this out yesterday. I can't remember why I had a lot of phone calls uh, throughout the day yesterday. And then I had um, training with, which I don't actually think I've talked about. I'm do, um, I've been working with a personal trainer for the last month or so uh, since Allie went to school. And it's been going really well. Um, you know, I know a lot of the things that I should be doing. But... I think for me, uh, all the way this far into the recovery, I wanted to try working with a trainer. Um, not that what I was doing was wrong, but I think just like people get coaches, um, you know, a lot of times my clients, they know exactly 
what they need to do, uh, even if it's not, even if it's somebody that just has a conversation but doesn't actually wind up becoming a client, it's somebody I talk to. Or, you know, I mean, I've talked to friends and family all the time and just talk and they know exactly what to do. I don't have to tell them what to do. And that's not really beneficial anyway. But a lot of times we know what to do. We just kind of, for whatever reason, maybe we're stuck. Maybe we just need somebody to talk through, you know, our our intentions and plans and really just need that reassurance or support. Um you know, that looks like a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Anyways, uh, that being said, on today's episode, I think I really want to talk about value. This is something that has been going up in my world and in, uh, you know, I think people are always talking about value. But value is like leadership. It is not something you could talk about in 20 minutes. It is uh, a very broad topic. People have all sorts of perspectives, none of which are wrong by any stretch of the imagination. Everybody has a different definition. Uh, Everybody has a different definition for specific increments of value. Like you, you may put a lot of value into one thing you may put a little less into another thing. And, you know, so there's different levels and it just, it's a very broad topic. Uh, The reason I'm talking about it is because, again, I'm, you know, be getting much more involved in LinkedIn. Again, uh, neglecting my 15 years of being on LinkedIn only to really dive deep and dig into it more in the last like two or three months, (laughs) which is, you know, in hindsight, maybe not the way I should have done it, but that's okay. I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm trying to lead by example, both for myself, my kids, my clients, like, you know, this is a journey. And I really love the community on LinkedIn. For the most part, they're very supportive. Um, You know, I think everybody is well-intentioned. I think we all grow, we all learn. Some days are better than others. I know for me, yeah, I want to try to not really give advice, but I also want to share experiences. So when I'm sharing an experience or telling a story, it may come across as advice. And it may, depending on the day and the words I choose to use, it could come off the wrong way. That's not my intention. That's just kind of what happens sometimes. And I think that happens to a lot of folks on LinkedIn. They don't really want to be telling people X, Y, and Z, but unfortunately, for whatever reason, it may come off that way. It might come off that way because it's the way I'm feeling at the time that I'm reading something. It may be the way it was written. Um, so, you know, today I really just kind of want to circle back to it because I, I saw a post by somebody new that I'm following and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to some more of his content. There, I could shout out like uh, 200 people right now, but this one is the one that stuck out for me last night. Uh, his name is Stanley Henry. I'll put a link to the particular post in the show notes. But, um, you know, the post starts with worst advice ever. Make quality content. And I think that's this is important because valuable and quality kind of go together, but are not exactly the same. What some you could post something. And one person might find it valuable, but another person might totally find it useless. Um, 
So kind of like that phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I think value is in the eye of the beholder. And going along with this, you know, going into the quality content thing, <laughs> like obviously, and he writes, obviously, bro, like <laughs> that's easier said than done. Everybody is trying to do their very best. Um, sometimes we spend a lot of time on a post and it may get little to no interaction. Sometimes, like my buddy Tom recently posted a uh, a poll, which everybody claims they hate on LinkedIn, but it got 20,000 views. The poll was, do you use LinkedIn? Yes, no, sometimes or other. I th- I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact uh, four things from the, uh, the poll, but that's how LinkedIn polls work. You have four options. And usually it's three, and then uh, you know most of the time, myself included, will be a fourth option. Hey, put your your thoughts in the comments. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, anyways, going back to this post from Stanley, he makes a really good point. It's like you know, sure, you hear all these things. LinkedIn is and Facebook. You need to provide value. Your content is a little bit self centered. Like <laughs> obviously. These things are going to happen, right? If we're going to, and I believe we should, because I feel like for me, and I know I just said should, I'm trying to pay attention to that more. You can do whatever you want. And I think that's the very point of this post almost is like, I personally share content of all sorts of different types Sometimes it's directly to my target audience. Sometimes it's more generalized. I have 13 years of experience in the web that I don't really use on a daily basis. And I've been thinking about this a lot. What the fuck am I going to do with 13 years of being involved in WordPress? And yes, I still use WordPress for my sites, but like, how can I help people with the knowledge that I've acquired over 13 years, I don't want to charge money for it. I'm not looking to consult. I just want to like help people, especially small business owners who are overwhelmed and not familiar with the web at all. How do they get started? And you know, I've been doing a lot of that this year. Uh, you know, I love WordPress. I worked with WordPress for small, medium, and large scale enterprise level clients. Uh, you know, from your mom and pop shop down the down 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 the road back when I was in Williamsburg, Virginia. Lots of small businesses when I owned my own uh, company and then owned my own company with my my uh, partner back in the day, and then you know, then I moved up to the web dev and the WordPress large you know medium to large scale enterprise level clients. And I had really cool opportunities. It's not really to brag, like it, it it genuinely is not. But you know, the fourteen year old in me, um, loved basketball, right? And through web dev, I got the opportunity to work with the NBA a couple of years ago. I got to go with my coworker and friend Lauren. Uh, we both went up to the offices in Manhattan. This is all pre-COVID. Got to meet with some of the folks at MBA. I mean, that was like a dream come true for, our, for you know, at the time I was no, obviously not 14 anymore. But like, I love basketball. Basketball 
was my favorite sport growing up. Uh, it was not necessarily my best sport in the long run, but you know, I played pretty well. I played for a long time. I still love basketball to this day. I still love the NBA. So that was like a dream come true. I, through my career and working in the web, I got to go to the offices of the NBA. And yeah, it's no big deal. Anybody could go there. But for me, that was pretty fucking cool. And, you know, when I tell people I did work for the NBA, they also think it's pretty cool. Because it is. I mean, I worked hard to get to a level where I could say I worked with these kinds of clients, you know, and that's exciting. It was exciting. It still is exciting. I mean, not everybody gets to say that. That being said, you know, when you think about value and sharing stuff and content you want to make, yes, you know, there's all sorts of good advice on LinkedIn you know, to generate leads, to have conversations. And like, you know, I I think people really do mean well when they they post things about, you should post this and you should post that. And they do mean well, but I think you should also consider taking it with a grain of salt. Um, You know, definitely, I think there are really good uh, posts, really lots of great videos and advice and nuggets and information but you know maybe it's just me but i always kind of fact check everything like it's great when somebody posts something that resonates with me i totally take a look of it i make a note i might start following that person i might reach out to connect you know like actually you know it's funny i've really been engaging a lot more and uh another new ish friend who you know, took the time to talk to me last Monday on on Memorial, on Labor Day. It, I think she was off. I was off. I don't know that a ton of people were on LinkedIn, but she had a conversation with me in, in chat for like, you know, I, honestly, it was probably a good hour going back and forth. And her name's Ariel Lee. You should definitely give her a follow. She just says she says it like it is, which I love because that's exactly, you know, they used to joke that. Uh, oh, Will, we love you because you say it like it is. And then and then I think in retrospect, people don't really always appreciate that. But my clients do because, I, you know, that's why my clients like me as a coach because I don't sugarcoat stuff. I say it like it is. And again, Ariel does too. And, and that's why I love her content. And she has some really great tips, by the way, which I should, uh, you know, really probably do a post because she she spent a lot of time just chatting with me on DMs and uh, very appreciative and and finding some of her tips just through following her. Like, like she'll comment on somebody's post and I'll go check it out and it'll be like a really helpful tip. Um, you know, so she provides a lot of awesome value and it's, it's just it's kind of really cool to see because you don't see that all the time. You know, and so going back to this uh, whole thought and topic of quality and value. So if you're new to LinkedIn or any social media, right, you really want to provide value. So I think I think the intentions are there for most people. Yeah. Sometimes people are having an off day. They might come off a little judgy. Maybe the words just don't jive for them that particular day. But I always give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, and another great thing. Speaking of value is like, I, I kind of learned this lesson this week. I don't know why I didn't know that. I mean, I think I did deep down, 
but I got caught up in the numbers game and I was like trying to make more connections to like speed things up after 13 years of neglect or 15 years of neglect. And I realized that's not the way I want to do things. I could. You could definitely go on LinkedIn and just hit connect, 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 connect. And you could have 10,000 followers in like a month. But are they really people that you want to engage with? Are they people that you want to talk to, network with? And, and, and you know, don't knock networking. I, I definitely did for a long time. And I think, yeah, you, you know, honestly, at some point, there's probably a point at which you can't have a conversation with every single person you ever connect with on the platform. But, you know, I think what stands out for me is that I, if I have five or 10 minutes and I can chat with somebody you know, asynchronously, uh, also always have to hop, hop on Zoom and have a chat with people. But I think sometimes uh, messaging is great because, you know, it, you can kind of like get to it when you can get to it, especially as parents. Sometimes, you know, we, I can have a conversation. The next thing I know, somebody's screaming from upstairs that their five-year-old brother pissed in the bed and... Uh, <laughs> Which is a shout out to Santi, uh, five years old, potty trained, and just still letting it ride <laughs> some nights, uh, which I love, um, <laughs> which is why he will never have a nicer mattress than the $100 kid special from Ikea. Uh, but hopefully we're, we're kind of working through that phase. Um, but again, going back to value and content, it's so subjective, right? Like. What one person thinks is amazing, another might find just kind of meh. Um, so if you're new to LinkedIn or content, or even if it's on another platform, just you know, try not to get caught up in those numbers. I know, I know it's very hard. Obviously, I was explaining earlier that I made a mistake. I hit connect a bunch of times this week, and I kind of hated myself as I was doing it. And so yesterday, I just felt compelled to post something on my feed that like. Basically said, I'm sorry, I felt gross about this thing that I did when I was doing it, but I still did it because I listened to the advice of somebody else. And I think, honestly, the advice was well-intentioned. I just didn't frame it properly. I think that can work to some degree at some point. Um, you know, just like if you are on any social media platform, right? When you're starting at the bottom, you're probably having to do what I'm doing. And I'm happy to do it. I want to do it. I want to really reach out and have a, at least a brief conversation with somebody when I connect. See what they're about. See what they're up to. If they if they want to chat back, like we'll go back and forth. It's totally fine. It's It's whatever works for the other person. But I try to genuinely reach out to people that I see in other comments that I'm starting to, you know, see as maybe potential clients, but maybe they're just really good people. And I really enjoy talking to them. And I think there's a lot of value in that, too, because just because you're talking to somebody who may not seem like your ideal client. Well, guess what? That person may be married to somebody. They may have a brother or sister or a sibling. Like there's so many ways that business can be run. I think people are quick to push aside certain people without really thinking deeper about, yeah, I mean, will it pay off immediately? Maybe not, probably not, likely not. But I think having conversations with people 
and making true, genuine human connection, even online, has the potential to really pay off if you spend the time doing it. I know it's painful. It's just like my stroke recovery. I keep fucking hoping that there's this magic pill that will put me back to where I am. And the reality is, I now know that that's probably never going to happen. And I am now 18 months into doing the hard work. And it still sucks. But I'm a lot better off than I was 18 months ago when I first, or 20 months ago at this point. When I had that stroke in December of 2019 and then subsequently got the MS you know, diagnosis in February of 2020. And, you know, my family and I have been very fortunate to kind of work our way and navigate COVID, you know, and I don't know if it's because of what happened to me. We've been extra cautious or we're lucky or a little bit of both, but I think it's all helped. Um, So I think just kind of to wrap this up in a little bow, uh, you know, value may mean something, you know, be clear with yourself on what you think is valuable, both to yourself, to your community and your network and, and your ideal client, but don't like, don't overthink it. Just, you know, you want to do quality stuff, right? We don't want to add to the noise and pollution. And yeah, sometimes like, sometimes I just post like a cool GIF and some, you know, a little bit of words because I don't feel like typing that much that morning or that afternoon or whatever. I just, you know, I try to be a little bit more thoughtful than 20 years ago when I got on Facebook and just posted nonsense. But, you know, I think there's value in having fun, too. So, uh, you know, again, I just. Again, whether it's LinkedIn or any other social platform, uh, you know, I always try to look at it. From the perspective, I'm tr- I'm trying to provide value. Maybe maybe that value some days is just a laugh or just a smile. There's nothing wrong with that either. Just being kind and sharing, you know, I think <laughs> the struggles of being a parent. Uh, there's so many things that go into it. So, you know, I just encourage people to to just try, just start, have a conversation. And just think, you know, is <laughs> is this something I would share with a friend if they were in person? Like, you know. I think it's going to be different for everybody. So, you know, if you're on LinkedIn and you're starting to engage and or you're interested in going back to LinkedIn and checking it out and seeing what people are talking about, you know, I definitely my 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 two cents, you know, I always like to observe and then kind of dive in. But, you know, don't be don't be afraid. I think you'll find that LinkedIn is a much different community than other platforms, you know, and that may all change in six months or a year or two years. I mean, shit, think about it. 13 years, LinkedIn was just like this thing that sat there that I really didn't know why I had an account because I never would go on there. You know, and it wasn't until this year that I really re-engaged and I'm seeing seeing something that I like. Uh, You know, where where that goes, I don't know, but... uh, yeah anyways i hope you have a great weekend i think we'll leave it there for this episode so have a great weekend and i'll talk to you next week and bye for now